0: Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly.
1: When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. And now, Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Check out our amazing offers on internet and learn about the latest breakthrough from Xfinity. Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. That's more than enough speed to power all your devices and then some. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible XFi gateway. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed.
2: Good morning, White Sox fans. I'm Jim Margulis and this is your White Sox wake-up call for 8818, August 8th, 2018. The White Sox played a long one on Tuesday night, and they ended up on the wrong side of it, losing to the Yankees 4-3 in 13 innings. The good? Reynaldo Lopez threw seven strong innings, Jose Abreu answered Giancarlo Stanton's two-run homer in the 10th inning off Tyler Danish, with one of his own off Zach Britton and Adam Engel stole another home run over the center field wall. This one from catcher Kyle Higashioka. The bad? Luis Avalon gave the game-winning hit in the 13th on consecutive two-out singles, both on change-ups. At the point that Miguel Andujar lofted a single between shortstop and left field for the game-winner, Avalon had thrown change-ups on eight of nine pitches, and the Yankees finally figured out how to wait back on it. Also, Yohan Mancado went 0-for-5 with four strikeouts. It was a mix of his bad habits and bad calls, as his last two strikeouts were made possible by low-and-away pitches called strikes. He's probably going to have to swing his way out of this rut. At least he had company. The White Sox struck out 20 times, coming up just one shy of the franchise record set a 19-inning loss to Oakland in 1972. CeCe Zabathia struck out 12 over just five and two-thirds innings. The Sox had their best chance to win it in the 12th off Sonny Gray, as Abreu came to the plate with two outs and two on but he could only fly out to right field. Otherwise, scoring opportunities were few and far between. The pitching staff did what it could. Lopez had an inspiring start. Pitching seven innings and allowing just a solo shot to Andohar as the only damage. Unfortunately, that homer started off the seventh, an inning after Lopez pulled a hell of an escape act. He had runners on first and third with nobody out after his defense conspired against him. Aaron Hicks broke up Lopez's no-hit bid with a leadoff ground rule double, then took third on an Omar Narvaez passed ball. It appeared they were crossed up. Lopez then got Giancarlo Stanton to hit a ground at a third. Yomar Sanchez made a great stop, but then he got preoccupied with Hicks dancing off third base, and by the time he focused on first, he rushed the throw and bounced it for a generous infield single. And yet Lopez escaped unscathed. He got Didi Gregorius to pop up a fastball, Engel flagged down Gleyber Torres's shallow flying right center to freeze Hicks, and then Lopez struck out Greg Bird for the third out, and Lopez celebrated all the way back to the dugout. These are the kinds of victories you have to accept when real wins are few and far between. At any rate, the Yankees locked up the series, and now they'll go for the sweep tonight. It's Luis Severino versus Lucas Giolito on NBC Sports Chicago, and first pitch is at 7.10pm Central Time. Giolito is coming off his best start of the year, throwing seven shutout innings against the Rays before the bullpen let an inherited runner score in the eighth. He'll face Severino, who looked like a Cy Young candidate before the last month. He has an 8.28 ERA with eight homers over his last five starts, none of which have been quality outings. The good news is that the White Sox can't look any worse against him than they did against Sabathia. Fingers crossed. Down on the farm, Luis Robert is back an affiliated ball, returning to action with the Winston-Salem dash. He picked up where he left off, going 2-4 for four with a strikeout and two stolen bases out of the leadoff spot in a 3-2 victory over Myrtle Beach. While we're talking about that game, Luis Gonzalez hit a two-run homer as part of a 2-4 for four night, and Nick Madrigal and Blake Rutherford were both 1-4 for four with a double. Eloy Jimenez missed his second consecutive game with flu-like symptoms, and the Knights struggled without him, getting shut out by Syracuse 2-0, Ryan Cordell had one of the night's two hits, but he also struck out three times. Spencer Adams threw a quality start, although he battled control problems, walking five over six and one-third innings. Carson Fulmer threw a scoreless frame, with nine of 13 pitches for strikes. Kannapolis was also shut out, getting blinked by Hickory 3-0. Luis Corbello and Steele Walker were both one for four, with Corbello fanning once and Walker twice. In the Arizona Rookie League, the AZL White Sox lost to the Indians' first squad 9-6 thanks to a seven-run seventh inning. Fortunately, Zach Birdie wasn't involved. He pitched the inning before and threw a scoreless sixth, allowing a hit while striking out one. Harvin Mendoza raised his team-leading OPS to 835 with a perfect night at the plate, going 3-for-3 with a walk and a stolen base. And in the Dominican Summer League, the DSL Blue Jays beat the DSL White Sox 9-6. Birmingham and Great Falls were idle. Around the league, the Red Sox won their 80th game of the season with a 10-7 victory over the Blue Jays. They rallied back from 3-1 with 4 in the 8th, and after blowing that lead, they scored 5 in the 10th to make it a little easier. The Yankees are the only other team with even 70 wins, and they just hit that round number against the White Sox. In another victory for Boston, Chris Sale will be coming off the DL on Saturday. The official description was mild shoulder inflammation, but it really looks like he's finally on a team that can afford to give him the second-half breather he's always needed. In other news, it took him more than a month, but Bartolo Colon is now the winningest Latin pitcher in MLB history. He picked up his 246th career victory, outlasting Felix Hernandez over seven innings to break his tie with Dennis Martinez. He had gone 0-for-5 since beating the White Sox on June 30th. The Atlanta Braves split a doubleheader with the Washington Nationals to stay in second place, one game behind the Phillies in the NL East. They also keep the Nats at arm's length, four and a half games back of Atlanta in third place. And in non-baseball news, Chicago Blackhawks great Stan Makeda died on Tuesday at the age of 78. He'd been suffering from Lewy body dementia, and his family said the Makeda Everybody Knew hadn't really been present for years. That said, the Makeda Everybody Knew is a Hall of Famer and the greatest Blackhawk in franchise history, both on and off the ice. That'll do it for this edition of the White Sox Wake-Up Call. Join us at SoxMachine.com to join the discussion, and Josh and I will be back after tonight's game with Sox Machine Live. If you're new to the Sox Machine podcast, you can subscribe to all episodes on iTunes, Spotify, and Google's new podcast app. And should you be feeling generous, you can support everything Sox Machine at Patreon.com slash Machine. Thanks for listening to the Sox Machine podcast. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Jim Margulis.